0: Good morning and welcome to a true edition roundup um, of the Sunday Conversation podcast. I was going to try to think of one more adjective in there, but brain's a little off this morning, but that's okay. Um, Aaron and I, episode... Dude, I was honestly going to say 165, but we might be at, like, 178 by now. (laughs) What, What are we really at? We're at 177. Okay. All right. Episode 177. Did we say Ray Bork on episode 77? I think we did. Isn't that crazy that it's been 100 episodes since then?
1: It's crazy. It's been 177 episodes, period. It feels like we started this fucking thing yesterday. We're about to be at hundred weeks.
0: Ironically, it is thundering, and it is 77 degrees. So for for episode 177, it's 77 degrees here in... uh, in Florida. And uh, we got Aaron and I mentioned that. We mentioned the podcast number. And uh, we just got to mention Loyalty Liquors, Taco Casa, Dickie's Barbecue, and One Stop Convenience. That's and good. that's all. That's it. Aaron, bro, how are you, man?
1: Uh, how was uh, your week? My week was great, Ben. Uh, episode 77 was called Afghan Kush. So big miss on my part, not naming it Ray Bark. I'll just name uh, this well, 100 Great I... <laughs> um, um, that's a big miss on my part. I don't know how we go. Not,
0: not really. I'm sure it was completely. Oh,
1: you um, know why? That was probably the episode. That was probably around the time that we pulled out of Afghanistan. That that whole debacle happened.
0: With oh, uh, that's
1: right. With the U.S. military leaving Afghanistan. Honestly,
0: there's there's no telling what that episode could have been like. Yeah, that's it could have true. been something to do, you know, it's like <laughs> it could have just been called Afghan Kush for no reason. Yeah, uh, let's see. Editor's we could have note. said something about like Harold and Kumar go to White Castle and you're, you're like, hmm, I'll just name it Afghan Kush. Uh, The
1: description says editors note right off the rip. The mountain range in Afghanistan is the Hindu Kush, not the Afghan Kush. That's on me. I fucked up this week. The boys discussed crypto shocker and the goings on in Afghanistan. OK, yeah. Also, big news we have a new sponsor and it's all because of Sasha. Well, that never panned out. Man, <laughs> it's funny to take a look back at this at some of these things. Um, anywho, my week was yeah. last uh let's see, last Sunday we had uh or I had your sister's baby shower. Um, you did the weekend in Charleston kind of in lieu of that. Um great time. Uh it's always funny to see, you know. Your whole family is just so great. And it, it was raining up here. So I think it was originally intended to be outside, but we ended up all being inside at, at, at Micah world headquarters. And, uh, but great time, great collection of people. Your, your family's great. And then the the peripheral people around your family are, are awesome as well. So it was, uh, it's always good getting to see everybody. It's always good to hear Justin Carlson call me tiny about 15 times every time I see him, you know, and then, misuse english words and i can say well at least my brain works <laughs>
0: <laughs> well uh, um he's a pretty large human being so a, pretty much every is, every, in fact tiny to him well it's funny because so.
1: like we're we're sitting in the like you know the little bar room that your dad has and richie richie and Jordy were there and you know richie's not a small dude he's probably six foot You know, I would reckon six foot six one, something like that. And he's like, I always feel fucking tiny around these people because you got Gabe, who's whatever, six, four. You got Justin and Corey, who are both massive. You got Travis, who's bigger than everybody. Dylan's a big dude. Like everybody's just big. And Richie's like, yeah, I don't usually feel small in a lot of places. But every time I'm around these people, I just feel like a small human being. Like, how do you think I feel? I feel like a fucking 11 year old around these people
0: um well that's that's i mean that's the beauty of the collection of folks um you can always just bust out the let's have a a a good old-fashioned running race and you could really clear the air quite a bit so um (laughs) uh, all right yeah you all might be big let's go 100 yard dash let's see who's got it (laughs) they'll be calling you wheels from now on. yeah exactly exactly um Hey, you know, that's just the way it goes. That's just the way um, it goes. But, uh, no, that's a good time. Our, our It's pretty much uh, a guaranteed, like, week if we go up to Connecticut and oh, we yeah. just, like, have so much going on with this house right now that we just we couldn't really do that. So that's I mean, why dude, we missed this... the baby shower. But um, it's a bummer. It's a bummer that you know we weren't there, but it's also I'm sure it's completely fine. Like, well, Uh it, we went and saw Samantha. Going on.
1: You got life going on. You went and saw her two weeks before it. You know, at at her home. I'm sure you guys were probably the first like real visitors
0: they had. Um, I yeah, just, pretty. It was I, pretty. We uh, it was a good time. I mean, oh, we I told a, we told the story last week. there's I Nothing else Gabe, needs to be said. I saw Gabe's <laughs> foot, and it was like. <laughs> dude that was wait wait so all right that's interesting because i haven't seen it nor seen a picture like can you definitely tell that he like got stitches all the way through his foot
1: yeah oh yeah yeah it's it's he showed it to me like i i asked him about it like pretty much right when i got there and he showed it he was wearing flip-flops and he showed it to me i was like dude that was you were like an inch away from taking off those two fucking toes. I would say or
0: two, three. whatever. he like clipped
1: the middle one, and then like the other two were like
0: pretty. pretty Oh my god, dude! I watched it, so I don't really. This is this is. I'm getting getting post traumatic stress disorder, but whatever. Hey, this is just a friendly reminder to all the folks out there that just please be safe using axes. Definitely be safe using axes. Yeah, like no doubt that was that was whatever that was that was tough, but um uh yeah so it looked i mean it looked great up there decorations all that i mean she did did a great
1: job she she did awesome your uh your sister did great there's a bunch of good food you know it's just good people good time good you know towards the end of the thing we had basically everybody was out in that bar room and we're all just holding court and it's it was like being in a locker room again, Ben. It's like, you know, right. you just got a bunch of people around telling stories and hanging out and talking about traveling and, you know, weddings and all the exciting stuff that people have coming up. So it's, uh, it's always good to catch up. It's just, it's so funny. That's what think. it's all about right there. It's just so funny to think back like on, uh, actually I have a couple memories to track down, but like, like the harvest party at your house and like how fucking much of a Holy debacle that used to be.
0: Like, shit.
1: You know, and that you're watching your dad as we play Piano Man off of, uh, off the little generator, uh, uh, Hey,
0: shout out like early on when like, you know, that was one of the first like Bluetooth speaker things that was like, what was that even?
1: It was, it was like a half generator, half Bluetooth speaker. That's that
0: Milwaukee thing. That's what it was.
1: yeah. Yeah. Cause then I remember your dad being all pissed up for for...
0: like killed the power and the backstory
1: backstory for everybody. Ben's dad, Michael, who's the best great guy just hates the song piano man. And it's funny because ever since he said that, like now every time it comes on, I can't help but be like, this is the most depressing song on the planet. But he thinks it's, it's like the most terribly depressing song. And it is, I mean, right. It's a song about, you know life passing you by and, and never taking advantage of things you wanted to do or whatever so we to mess with him we put it on this like generator bluetooth speaker and it, you we're know blast it was, yeah i mean it was pretty loud it. it was loud and so he comes over he's all pissed off this is the worst fucking song i've ever walks into the barn and you know that they have a they have a nice sized barn that uh they built on their property and he can't figure out where it's coming from, so he just turns off the power to the whole barn, and then comes out, in <laughs> The song still just blasting.
0: Uh
1: <laughs> oh, oh, good times. Good times. Here.
0: And then I that, could, hey, shout out technology. That was what? What do you think year? Where that was like? Yeah, oh, I can probably I can probably tell you seven, was, eight, no, uh, nine. It was a little bit later than that. I was. Living,
1: it was probably twenty ten or twenty eleven because I was living in. Um, I was living at uh, Sycamore Lane with Schroeder and Kyle Logan at that point. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but uh, and then I Ben, I got I so I went to the beach yesterday. I, what I, beach? I just went to Silver Sands in Milford. You know, nice. free free little public beach. No, no, you know, I don't have to pay for parking. I was there for a few hours, but it really made me miss <laughs> the Sands. beach because i'm like sitting there you know it's a public beach and it wasn't like super crowded i wouldn't say i had like all the space in the world but i you know i was there by myself with just a towel and a book and shit and i was like sitting there reading my book and i'm just at the same time like listening to all the conversations of people around me and i was like dude i miss just being on a fucking private beach and not having to listen to people talk about just complete nonsense like
0: this is this is brutal um well hey I'll I'll just go ahead and say I think everybody's missing it but um I guess we all the only thing we can say Aaron is just the memories we have from that place are oh, yeah. pretty damn epic speaking of like just... you, you <clears throat> don't forget you have that meme you made that meme <laughs> that's right of when you were doing that like finger point when we were riding the bicycles <laughs> fr- I, I mean that's a that. meme
1: <laughs> uh, that so it's funny you should say that this morning i woke up and i had a snapchat memory seven years ago today was the night that remember i think it was sublime with rome played at patties remember that and real big fish played it was me you and dylan went down there and i have this i have this snapchat memory of us riding the bikes down to patties the three of us and you just being like i'm just gonna hand you guys both 20 bucks and then you're just gonna buy me drinks all night because I don't think gentlemen <laughs> and I had cash for the cover or whatever the fuck it was. Um, Twenty. Bu- I mean, oh shit! Great times, man. Just, just the best, the absolute best. Um, but yeah, I went to the beach. Yesterday, yeah, good. I
0: was like, I'm just like thinking that like now, like here we are, 2023. That wasn't that long ago, Mm-mm. and it's like I I said that 20 bucks each. Like, I bet you beers were 350 yeah i don't know I mean, four four bucks probably so i mean that could have been that was legitimately probably like you know eight beers that's plenty yeah right today that's like two you know yeah, two yeah. you get or four i'm sorry two per 20
1: well especially at patties um, man i can't even I, I i can't even imagine what they're charging these days um, i wonder
0: what I, yeah shit but you're right Pink i mean, mumblers
1: yeah the best <laughs>
0: I don't that's like
1: the funny thing. He's like, uh, I can't I don't think I've had Deep Eddie Grapefruit vodka in four years since since you guys. What is it? It's Beach deep
0: eddy deep Eddie grapefruit. And it club was soda. Bub soda and a lime. And a line. Yep. Yep. God, we used to fucking put that stuff away. I know. That's bad. Those, those
1: Bud Light Lines, baby. <laughs> <laughs> BLLs Oh God.
0: Those if I had a Bud Light line
1: right now, I'd throw
0: up. I think I would too. I don't think I've had one of those in four years either. Um, it's funny because now I really like. I just prefer. I prefer beer with a real lime. I mean, I like drinking yeah, like, yeah, not that fucking Mexican beer flavoring. You know? Yeah,
1: dude, that's like, whatever. I mean, that's it's funny you say that because like I've you know there was obviously a period I'm, like every other guy on the planet where I was like into fucking IPAs and all that shit, and I, I still enjoy a good IPA every once in a while, but like. I've been full on Mexican beer like all this like this whole year. Basically since like Samantha's wedding last year. It's either Modelos or Pacifico if if Yeah, Modelo's either.
0: like, yeah, that's the way to go. I'm still not a Corona guy, but um I don't really care for Corona myself either, but it's got that, what like, are you sk- do? that little bit of
1: skunkiness to it. Um but uh yeah, no, I I mean other than that, my week was was relatively low key. Um, you know, gym in the morning, that's been, that's been going good. Uh, hey,
0: I got a question for you. Yo- Have you been uh, keeping up with your salt? Have you been doing salt still? Yeah,
1: I still been doing salt pre-workout. It's good in the morning too, because like, I don't like drink a ton of water before I go to the gym. Um, however, I've gotten to the point, I don't know if this ever happens to you, Ben, but where you do something that's not I'm about to tell
0: you a salt story after.
1: Okay. When you do something a bunch of times and it's really not great, like dumping a teaspoon of salt in your mouth is not great no matter how you slice it. But for a while, like I, you know, I could just do it. It was no problem. Now I'm starting to get to the point though, where I'm gagging a little bit when I do it. And that means I'm probably about two weeks away from not being able to do it anymore. I'm going to just end up throwing up a bunch of salt one morning. So yes, for now, but it's, things are going downhill. Now what's your, what's your salt story?
0: I was so, like unbelievably dehydrated the other day that i i like i was drinking pickle juice i was drinking yep. those noons like i was just trying to, i was cramping to the point where like it was one of the most painful things in my that i've ever experienced like my whole body was like cramp shutting down so, finally, I just said, F it, and I marched over, and I just busted out the kosher sea salt, yep. M- Morton kosher sea salt, and I probably shoveled back, like, three ta- three teaspoons of salt, <laughs> and it just was like, because I think I had said, that maybe, I don't know who I, if I said it here or whatever, but in college, I used to take this little, like, I'd get so cramped up on the bench and playing hockey that, our trainer would give me these like um, a little electrolyte tablets and yep. I would chew that. I would chew them and they would work fast. But I was thinking like, obviously I don't have any of those and it's like, what do you need? And it's salt. Yep. So it, I was still cramping for a while. Like it was not like an immediate release or, or anything like that. Like, um, it was probably like another hour of like periodic like cramps. Yeah. But then it went away and I was like, like I was revved up for the whole rest yeah, of that day. It. I bet. So, which, so I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm in on it. Like, I'm, I mean, it works. It's, it's a weird, th- it's a weird thing to do. It is, there's no
1: doubt about that, but it definitely fucking works.
0: Um, I mean, it definitely didn't like, like, it wasn't like, <clears throat> I don't know. It wasn't like, uh, didn't make it worse. I'm I, sure. I, no, I was gonna say, like, it wasn't like a jittery, like, pre workout, like, no, know, yeah, like, it yeah. felt nothing like that, but it's just like, I was like, yeah, cause I, don't know, you, I felt like you don't like get any of the caffeine
1: weight. or anything, you know, it's there's no caffeine or sugar or anything like that. I'm trying to scroll back and find out what year the, the, the harvest party was and the first picture I stumbled on because I just scrolled back as far as I, as I could was, uh, me and you in the back of your truck with me looking like I just, Oh yeah. Out of Auschwitz. Um, but I don't know. I can't find it. I can't find the picture I'm looking for me, John Samantha. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude. I mean, it definitely works. I think people, I, I am advocating for salt as a, as a hydration tool. Uh, it definitely helps, but um, other than that, it's been a it's been a pretty pretty steady week, I would say. How was uh, how's your week, man? How's the house
0: coming along? House is coming great, um, like making some huge advancements. We got the so it's a block house, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like the way they build a block house, I'm guessing is they essentially like they just put up like a a two by four like wooden frame and then they just block they like block up to that yeah right so there's no like no like chiseling out the block wall if you need to make it a little bit bigger you know like it's just it's there that's how the block wall sits so we got this this beautiful door like really nice and you know online it measured the opening we needed, basically. But I think the way they were explaining it was like the door opening. So the door has the frame that comes on it. It's like another three quarters of an inch, right? Yep. So we, our existing old front door was basically like we, it's three quarters of it three quarters of an inch shorter than the new door. Okay. The new door is, is a really nice solid wood door Mm -hmm. with like, you know, glass panels in it. So we're like examining the new door and there's like nothing you can do with it. So we essentially took the brand new door apart like it comes like in the frame on the hinges, like all set up. Like you could just like stick it in the wall and it would be ready to go. Like after you shim it or whatever, we took the factory door apart and took a circular saw and cut three quarters of an inch off the top of our brand new door Mm -hmm. and put it all back together and made it fit. So that was a, very interesting. Um, it's a nice door. Put it that way. You don't want to mess up a nice new door.
1: Can I ask why you chose to cut off at the top and not the bottom? Does it have a, a rubber seal on the bottom?
0: But exactly. Aaron, the bottom was so like, like well manufactured that like, if it just would never, you couldn't have done it. Yeah. And, uh, it it looks it looks so great like it looks so great that i mean shit we're just so pumped about it i mean that was a scary freaking thing
1: it just shows up and you're like oh this
0: doesn't fit <laughs> well better than that we uh, went and picked it up so <laughs> we we went like it was one it was it's a really really expensive door and it was at this like dealer where like an overstock yeah like high-end cabinetry place that they made a door that was wrong so it got sent back and it's sitting there so like i think we got the door for 500 bucks it's like a three thousand dollar door
1: nice dude oh wow
0: that is beautiful
1: and it actually i did so uh, the, the image i had in my head at first was smaller panes of glass so i was gonna be like does it i was gonna ask you if it looked weird like the glass being higher up but no that looks great that's beautiful excellent choice that looks like the 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 front door to like a, a ski chalet or something like that. Very nice, Ben.
0: The glass is like it's got like plastic over it, so it's like you'll be able to see through that thing.
1: Oh yeah, I can tell. I know you. I know oh. what you guys are doing. So how how far are how? But Jesus Christ, how far out are you from from staying there?
0: A um, couple months. Yeah. I mean we got to get air conditioning um you know I guess all the appliances got to get some um, electrical work done got to build a bathroom I mean yeah we got some time. Yeah. But we're on the I say we're you know we're definitely on the the downhill. We've passed yeah. the crux. The crux was that door probably. That's um, great, man. Looks looks great. I mean, that door sat in there for like three months and everyone just looked at it like, oh fuck. <laughs> like we like, let's not do that. Let's not do it was just got put off till finally we just did it. But so that was like that was a big thing and you know we stained it and um yeah, so house is coming along. That's just, great, bro. You know, nothing nothing crazy. I love it. We went you. fishing once this week. What'd you get? It was uh it was beautiful. Bunch of snapper, couple mahi, um, a grouper. It was a good day. It was hot as heck. It was flat calm, man. We were sixty, we were like sixty plus miles offshore, just because like my father in law wanted to run to his farthest spot because it was so calm, and then we just were like out there, and it was, I mean. It was it was a good day, but it was absolutely like deathly hot.
1: Ken, I I have a question that our listeners might not find interesting, but
0: I am curious. How
1: <laughs> when you're sixty miles offshore, so what are you looking for for snapper? Are you looking for reefs? Are you looking bottom? For, or, yeah,
0: okay. I mean you're just it's just looking at the bottom. Yeah, there's like a, you know, it drops off. It's like at thirty miles offshore, it's like eighty feet. And then, like, 40, you get to, like, you know, basically there's, like, a drop-off down to, like, 200 feet that's right there. So, that's what you're looking for. Okay. Got it. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. But, like, the mahi, we were just, we were chilling. Like, we just finished a drift, and we were just sitting there, and all of a sudden, like, this whole giant school of mahi just came up to the boat. So, like... I threw in a spinning rod real quick with a live pinfish, and I hooked up immediately. And then like my buddy, um, Caroline's Mm brother-in-law just like took his, you know, bottom fishing rod that had like either like squid on it, I think, or something, or, uh, it was either squid or mullet. And he just like dipped it in the water and he like, he didn't even reel his rod. Like it was, it was like a cane pole. He just like <laughs> dipped his rod boat. in the water, hooked up the fish and just like, yeah, pulled it into the boat. So, I mean, I, invested, it, dude. It's, dude, they're fun. It's cool. They, they go nuts, man. Like they go, like, like they flop like 500 times in like, like they're 500 flops a second. They're F. FPS is like in insane. Like I'm not kidding you. No, nah, and then it. they start like spitting up shit, and there's like they like ink the whole boat and bleed, and so you try to you try to bring them in over the <clears throat> like the stern of the boat. You know you don't want them up by the bow because the cooler's back there because they'll just track shit all the way down it. But
1: that's whatever. Uh, I, I'm I'm severely jealous, Ben, because. You know, I mean, obviously, don't get me wrong. We have we have good fishing around here, but the the stuff that you catch and get to bring in and then cook, I, I mean, I would just have a field day. I fucking love it. I oh, would.
0: dude, yeah, you would, you would. It is it, it is so much fun because I mean, it's it's just a very relaxed way of fishing. <clears throat> I yeah. guess the the family that I am married into is a very relaxed fisherman, like. You know, we're going out there, we're we're gonna catch fish no matter what. How no you know, however long it takes us, but like, you know, we also, you know, enjoy good food at lunch and right. like, you know, we like sit around and eat, you know, we all eat a sandwich or you know, it's not like we're just, you know, fishing. Obviously we're drinking, you know, and whatever. Like it's just it's more of an experience than just like, you know, shout out my neighbor. Like, we went fishing him with him one time, and like, you know, we get you get on his boat, and he's like, "Okay, this is your spot. You got to sit here. This is your spot. You sit here." They put the mo the motor to fifty miles an hour, for the three motors, and they just drive as fast as they can to the fishing spot. You get there, you just fish, fish, fish. It was like it was no. It felt like, uh, you know, like you're in, like school almost. You know, like it felt like. So, what what is the structure? Like, yeah. you know, like our fishing is just like, you know, this spot doesn't work, go to another spot. You know, whatever. So it's it's just laid back, but, um, yeah. So it was great. It was a great day of fishing loaded the boat came home so yeah i love that i mean
1: I'm very jealous it's a
0: good though. time yeah but snapper goes out here at the end of the month and then that's it so that's why it's like a very yeah. you know everyone tries to
1: just gotta go do it
0: yeah exactly
1: yeah i gotta get i gotta go on my my prerequisite one once a year striper trip I guess the striper fishing here is apparently has been unreal. Yeah. I mean, it well, it should, you know, the, the management of the fisheries is it fucking works. You know, there was, I remember probably 20. Well, let's see. What year did I turn 30, 2019. So probably I went out in eighteen nineteen, And actually in 2020, I went out with Taylor for his birthday in 2020. So three years straight with the same guy, and like, like we caught some fish, but nothing nothing worth bragging about. It was not the same. And then that was right around the time they imposed the changes in the in the um the limits. And apparently the fisheries just like full on recovered. Um which is great. I mean, that's the whole fucking point of conservation and all that shit. Is is exactly that. But
0: uh um, Yeah, right now there's an issue. Now the issue is sharks, man. I just saw Go follow this guy, Delph Fishing, D-E-L-P-H. Okay. And, I mean, he's just, he's out of Key West. But he just posted this big thing. He's like, deer, you know, whatever, marine fisheries, you know, whoever, the federal overseers of it. It's like, it's a problem, man. You can't get anything to the boat anymore right now. I mean, like, you can, but if you're on a, if you're on a pile of fish and there's sharks there or porpoises, like man, the porpoises are 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 oh, worse yeah. than anything you would ever imagine.
1: Dear like, National Marine Fisheries, please focus on the balance of our fisheries instead of the overprotection of our apex predators. The damage already done to our fisheries is out of control. It's just him, just
0: fucking. Well, <laughs> that's like now go follow fuck the tax man on Instagram. Yeah, and all you're gonna it, all it is is just pictures of like really nice fish that just lopped off you know and it's just like damn dude you know it's oh yeah it, these things are it, it's like, like se- destroyed it's like severely like a problem i mean that yeah. happens at least once or twice a trip oh
1: my god these guys are trying to pull this tuna into a boat and it's a yeah a just just, just ripping to pieces yeah <laughs> i mean i did see i saw a video v- recently which was actually kind of a cool video it was uh these guys were pulling in probably a I don't know not a huge tuna maybe 80, 100 pounds something like that, and uh, this great white comes out of nowhere and just fucking snags the thing, I mean, what do you do? There's there's sharks everywhere now too. They're like, well, you know, do you
0: want to know the problem? It's like, like we got to bring Corey on and talk about the uh the pro the the issues behind it, but like. There used to be all this like dragging and gill netting and like you know, um I guess over here it was like the Chinese would come and just drag for sharks, basically. And, yeah, you know, take the sharks and you know, I guess, and all that stopped. There's no more, you know. There's very little drag netting or, or I don't even know the proper term, gill net dragger. Who knows? Corey's he'll. He will call me and tell me exactly what it is <laughs> after this episode. But um you get what I'm saying. It's just yeah. there's no like there was a, a balance in the ecosystem because of you know the humans, you know, and now that we've stopped all that, you know, it's in the inverse effect. So really I'm not a scientist at all, and I don't really know much about you know how the ecosystems work. I just I'm like a new hunter, and I'm starting to understand, like, you know, balance and all that. And, like, you need to, you know, harvest whatever it may be to, you know, build the population stronger. Um, Well, totally. But, you know, I just don't know.
1: the, the, The problem becomes, especially with apex predators like sharks, and we only have a few minutes left here, so I'll try and make this as brief as possible. But, like, if you... You know, when fisheries get overfished, then apex predators have to look elsewhere for food sources. So as if the fisheries are healthy, that's great. Then that keeps the apex predators eating the things that they're supposed to eat. But inevitably, the problem can become is that when you don't call the apex predators down, then there's too many of them. And then they exhaust the food source themselves and subsequently have to find alternative food sources and that's when you're going to start to see, you know, sharks doing things they're they're not supposed to do. I mean, between the sharks and the killer whales, man, the ocean is is fighting back.
0: Yeah. But I mean, here's a perfect example, all right? The porpoises are, you know, not a perfect example, but just like on the other side of the the spectrum, the porpoises, they're just smart, right? Yeah. So they come to the boat They know that if we reel in a a fish that's too short and we got to throw it back, yeah, we you can just watch a porpoise, he'll be on this side of the boat. You can release a fish on this side of the boat, and he just beeline it under the boat, get the fish gone. So it's like, at what point it's like, okay, do we just keep the fish to eat it? There's plenty of meat on the fish, you know, it's like, or do we just, you know, because we're either way, you're hurting the recreational fisherman, because you're doing the right thing by putting the fish back, but you took the, you know, obviously you're taking the fish into a vulnerable spot by taking them off the reef, but like, whatever, that's all part of it. So you catch the fish, you're doing the right thing by throwing it back, but you're not doing the right thing for the, you know, I guess the ecosystem, because you're just throwing Bait to this giant you're just, you're just dude. Pulling. The porpoise is they look like whales, man. Yeah, yeah. They're like 15 feet long yeah. and they're just like it's it, it is insane. Like yeah. it's just like okay, they just snatch them up like nothing. Like we've we've had a 30 pound fish on that have been that a porpoise has tried, you know, not really. That was probably a Goliath grouper, but um, either way, it's like you know, you get a A ten pound fish on a ten pound snapper, and next thing you know, your line is screaming, and you're you've spooled like three hundred yards, and there's a freaking (laughs) flipper off on the horizon, like dancing with your fish. It's just like, you know, it's, it's just. I mean, I guess that's the ocean, and that's all part of it.
1: They're animals catching. They're animals that have human level intelligence in right water, like
0: right. It's
1: it's it's. You know, it's scary. That's also why why I brought up killer whales attacking boats and stuff like they, you know, these are fucking animals that have legitimate human, human relative intelligence to humans that are. Yeah, they're more like
0: like they have more like a human brain than they do an animal. yeah.
1: Yeah, except they're 15 feet long with teeth and move through the water effortlessly. You know, they're they're, you know, they're they're top of the food chain. Let's put it that way. But yeah. um. Well, we got a minute left. We might as well wrap it up. That's uh, that's 177 of these bad boys down. True Sunday conversation, Ben and I. The train keeps rolling. The train keeps rolling. I got big stuff to choo, talk choo. about next week, but we'll talk about it next week. Um, Benny. Choo, choo. I got some family stuff to chugga, go through chugga, today. Chugga, 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 chugga. Going to head out to choo, uh, choo. Noank and Mystic. Great day for it, but I'll, uh, I'll talk to you. Great chat, buddy. Love you.
0: Love you, bro.